Yo, it's Friday, July 28th, 2023. Uh, we've had some warm weather. Going to get some storms today, hopefully. It's Friday. It feels like a good cocktail evening. You know, I keep threatening to take partial Fridays off, and then I never do. And I don't know what my deal is. I, I want to. Sometimes I think, you know, like, it would be great. I'll just go out in the backyard, and I'll grab a beer, or I'll grab a cocktail, and just out there and just, you know, chill. And then I never do it. I don't know what my deal is. I'm going to start enjoying my life a little bit more. Um, honestly, today's whole podcast episode revolves around um, some interesting things. Uh, the, the whole thing, it's all uniformly, this isn't as much fun, I think, for you for a Friday, but this is kind of fun for me for a Friday. Um, just because on Friday I've been doing things, you know, more like what movies are cool and, you know, more entertainment type stuff. Today, not so much. Um, you know, I got to remind myself to get to the doctor uh, for my annual checkup. I I think I'm running a little late on that. Last time I was at my doctor, he told me I was going deaf. That was really hard for me to hear. Come on, <laughs> sneak attack joke of the day. Come on, that was so good. You were like, oh my God, you're going deaf, Cal? Oh my God. Nope, not going deaf. That was a funny one. Doctor told me I was going deaf. It's hard for me to hear. <laughs> uh, again, at least I can entertain myself. That's what's important. What am I grateful for today? Um, for whatever reason, this has been on my mind. I, in fact, I just told my dad the other day, my dad stopped by the house, that I'd been really kind of reminiscing about, you know, we had this boat on Lake Superior and we would go up there every weekend. It was a long drive up there, but oh, it's just the best. It was on the most beautiful harbor in the world called Black River Harbor. Um, it's just, God, it was beautiful up there and a lot of great memories and brought friends up there. I did a lot of fishing, a lot of cooking on the dock when we got back, you know, cooking salmon fresh caught. Uh, it's just, it was just the best. But I've been really kind of, I don't know why, like I'm not a reminiscing guy. I'm more of a, you know, what's to come next. And for some reason I've been reminiscing. Maybe I'm about to die and I don't know it. And somehow subconsciously I'm like, I think I'm going to die pretty soon. You better start uh, counting your blessings for what you, you know, like, I don't know what that is, but for whatever reason, the last like week or so, very, um, very, uh, um, I don't know, introspective about my past. Um, I had a great childhood, by the way. I'm just, oh my God, just like you could write a book about it. it if like Huckleberry Finn stuff, I didn't go down a raft with, a local slave. I, I didn't I didn't do any of that. But I mean, come on. Just I had excellent childhood friends all the way through early adulthood, you know, like even though we don't talk much or so I still consider them all my close friends. Like I consider myself to probably have 10, 15 really close friends. And of my uh, 10 of those are my childhood friends. My childhood like I don't know, grade school, Heath and Dirk Kabansky through middle school and high school. I still can't, I, I don't talk to them much. They don't call, I don't call. Um, we haven't seen each other in a bajillion years. Still consider them close. 
Uh, I talked to Tom Parker. He's uh, not quite as old as some of those guys. He doesn't go quite as far back, but he's in that same group with us. Uh, I talked to him a little bit more. He he was very proactive because I, I suck at it. I mean, I'm probably to blame in almost all of them, but I mean, he ca- he calls me every year on my birthday and just kind of kept in touch. Um, and now he and I talk a little bit more frequently. Um, I have like fewer like current close friends from like my you know from thirty on, uh, but uh, I, I I love them to death. I mean, they're all just so enjoyable and just never have a bad time with them. There's I there's I was just saying this yesterday that I, there's nobody in my life right now. A couple days ago, I was saying this probably. Maybe it was yesterday. I don't remember. I think it was yesterday. I, I just, at the end of the day, I, I just, I don't dislike anybody right now. There's nobody who's calling me around like, ugh, I don't want to answer that. It's just been, I don't know. Everything's good right now. Um, but um, I kind of want to stay on this topic a little bit. Um, so let's get into what's eating kale, but switch things up a little bit. There's one entertaining kind of funny part of this whole thing that I don't, Lisa and I talk about this quite frequently when we just talked about it the other day. And it has to do with when you're young, if you've ever picked up the phone and made prank phone calls and we, we laugh about it all the time. And I bet you there's a hundred of these things and, and there's like maybe three or four that I remember really, really well, but you'd call, you'd call like the local grocery store meat, meat department or like a butcher and you'd say, you pickled pig's feet, and then when they say yes, you're like, well, "How do you walk?" <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, you call a bowling alley and you ask, "Do you have ten pound balls?" And they say yes, and you're like, "How do you walk?" <laughs> I don't know why. How do you walk was such a theme, but ten pound balls—that's fucking hilarious. Sorry. Um, you can call anybody and ask if the refrigerator is running. It's <laughs> so stupid, but it's funny. You ask if their refrigerator is running and they're like, yes. Well, you better go catch it. Call anybody and ask if there's a John there. And when they say no, you're like, how do you go to the bed? Where do you go to the bathroom? It's so, so stupid. How entertaining was that though? You hang up the phone and just giggle. <laughs> and then, uh, I was at, uh, where you could call back the star 67 or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, that wrecked everything. It wasn't fun anymore. But I do, I remember my childhood. Not just, I mean, that was just stupid, fun stuff we used to do. Probably entertained every kid. And I, I quite frankly, I hope whenever I see or hear from anybody that they tell me, we used to do this all the time. Uh, but yeah, we used to <laughs> pickle pig's feet. Um, but everything in my childhood was an adventure. I mean... When I was real young, you know, I made some notes here, so it's going to be hard for me to do this, but um, when I was really young, I lived in Hartford, Wisconsin. Next door neighbors were the Teffers, and Steve Teffer and I were best buddies. And, uh, you know, every day was, okay, we would, uh, you want to go play? And we'd go ride bikes. We would just be bopping around the neighborhood. We would do all kinds of different things. And I'll never forget the time that um, they had, a, the Teffers had a riding lawnmower. We had decent-sized yards. And um, Steve and I were checking out the old riding lawnmower. <laughs> Steve's like, I can drive it. He fires it up and starts driving and fucking <laughs> he mows down the the lamppost on the driveway. Just 
You know, I don't know if you didn't know how to turn or whatever, but it was coming up on it and you couldn't stop. Oh, God, that was funny. It's funny now. God, he, we were terrified. Terrified. He ran crying. He was so scared. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I remember I moved. I, in fact, Steve Zephyr gave me, we were moving away. It's a sad, tragic day when you're a kid, right? And Steve Zephyr gave me a commemorative pencil. That was of the, it's had the first Super Bowl information on Kansas City Chiefs versus Green Bay Packers and then the score. And somewhere I still have that pencil. I don't know where it is. I have a bunch of little like yearbook kind of boxes and stuff like that. And I remember seeing it the last time I looked in there. Uh, when I moved away, I moved to Wausau, Wisconsin. Actually a town called Rothschild and is a suburb of Wausau. And my next door neighbors were Heath and Dirk Kabansky. And they were, they were my, my buddies, my friends. Heath and I were closest in age. We were a little bit tighter, I think. But we're, Dirk and I did a lot of stuff. But the three of us also did a bunch of stuff together. We would break branches off trees and then we would you know shave off the bark on one end and then the handle would still have the bark on it. And we would have knockdown, drag out sword fights with those things. I mean, we would, we would try literally to break the, the branches. We played with fire and firecrackers, and this is like you're learning stuff, right? And it's horribly like I mean, the the idea that we didn't end up dead or burned or have our eyes taken out with BB gun wars, and I mean, we did we would have BB gun wars. We would run around in the woods, and we wouldn't even wear eye protection. We just freaking shoot at each other. We had rules like you could only pump your your gun one time. You couldn't pump it up ten times. All the, I, I remember too, one of the, my favorite things, like with so many pickup games of whatever sport. And one of the things we used to do is we would, uh, the batter's box would be up against one of our garage doors, usually the Gabanskis because it was more wide open over there. And we would have a tennis racket and a tennis ball and we would play baseball. And it was so much fun. It wasn't about running bases. I don't even think we ran bases. It was just more about three strikes, you're out, the next guy comes up and then you just freaking crush it. Because, I mean... That's so awesome. Um, I remember one time we were all playing that game and Dirk picked up a rock, a decent-sized rock, threw it at a chipmunk and killed it. You think that's crazy? I mean, if you've ever seen a chipmunk, chipmunks aren't going to get hit by rocks very easily, I can assure you. And he nailed it. And and you know back then we weren't, I don't know, like that didn't mean anything to us. It wasn't like we were like, I'm going to kill that. It wasn't like that. It was just... I want to see if I can hit it, and then he did. I also watched Dirk Kabansky catch a pheasant with his bare hands. Swear to God, a live pheasant running around in the woods. His bare hands. It's a whole story in and of itself, but it was legendary. He just... Uh, I didn't know it at the time, but pheasants can get drunk on berries. And they get, there's a certain type of berry that when it when it's sitting in their throat, it ferments and causes him to get a little drunk and this pheasant was running around in circles. Dirk chased after it and caught it and we ate it. It's great. Remember Heath Kabansky and I smoking our first cigarette from a littered pack of Bel Airs. Uh, and we graduated to, you know, sneaking unfiltered lucky strikes from my dad. My first sip of hard alcohol was in Tom Hoffman's basement. Southern Comfort while listening to Van Halen's 1984 on vinyl. His mom and dad had this stereo system, no kidding. 
the front of it had like flashing colored lights. God, it was crazy. And Wausau, we, I mean, we'd race around on our bikes, mini bikes, graduated motor, motorcycles and three-wheelers. I had a trap line with Dirk. No kidding, I had a trap line with Dirk, and we would set traps. They, they had all the traps. I didn't have any traps. I might have had like one conibear trap. And back then, I didn't even know what a conibear trap was until we did this. Uh, and then they had all kinds of different traps, and we'd go out every day, and we would check the line. See if you caught anything. All the pickup games of football and baseball and basketball. We spent a lot of time playing basketball, man. My dad's six foot six, so it was always fun. You know, like getting a game with him and a bunch of kids. That was that was always cool. Um, but man, and we play for real. We play hard, and we you know when it was football, it would, when we were playing on the pavement, we wouldn't play tackle, but we played two in touch, but. We play schmear the queer and just destroy each other. I mean, man, what a good time. We'd skateboard in the Kabansky's basement. Boxing matches with, with real boxing gloves. Just like out to destroy each other. Just fucking, you'd be all like just fucking headache and uh, you'd be sweating and you'd be all beat red. Uh, we, we, we got into shooting bows and arrows a lot. Uh, they were very outdoorsy people. I got a compound bow. They had compound bows and we would, first of all, we would go and shoot stuff, of course. Um, but we would target practice a lot and, uh, there's a great story. And of course it was me that did it. Cause why not? Uh, there's a bent arrow and we're like, I wonder what happened if you shot the bent arrow out of the bow. It was pretty bent. It wasn't like bent in half or anything like that, but it definitely had a good bow in it. It was definitely... So I'm the one who's, oh, I'll give it a try because I'm an idiot. The bow, the arrow comes shooting off the bow, just dives toward the ground, bounces off the ground, and sticks into the bottom of their aluminum canoe. <sighs> Mr. Kabansky did not love me. He was, I was not his favorite person in the whole world. Uh, the week, you know, I talked about the weekends on that boat on Lake Superior. I brought them up there one time. I brought, you know, I brought them up on different times, but one time Dirk was up there with me and we got, to, we were up to walk. There was, God, it was such a beautiful suspension bridge and went over the Harbor that we were, Oh my God, it was so beautiful. So picturesque. Um, we were up walking in this woods right on the lake on Lake Michigan. And, uh, we see the cutest bear cub foraging around the woods we're like we're like, oh my god do you see that and we're watching it and it that was on our left and then on our right mama bear <laughs> holy shit you know what you're not supposed to do when you when you're not supposed to run and what did we do we took off running so fast i think he was running faster than me to be honest with you so i was the guy that was probably gonna get killed anyway we run and then there's this big hill you have to go down, and then you get on the bridge, and then you run across the bridge. We ran all the way back to the boat. No idea if we were really chased or not, but man, it was, it was so much fun. And maybe it's naive to think that it was all good back in the day, but it was all good. I mean, it was just the best. There was never a day that you were like, eh. It's going to lay around, do nothing. I'm bored. Never, never were we bored. It's the best time, best time ever. 
Parents got divorced, and I mean, honest to God, in the whole scheme of awesomeness, in my mind, that was just a blip on the radar because the awesomeness in my life was off the charts. Uh, third thing I want to talk about in the What's Eating Kale department, um, I don't feel like this huge need to be social anymore. I've, this has been going on for me for years. When I was in radio, we did a lot of like high-profile stuff, and you'd be out among the people a lot, and um, I feel like that kind of just, I don't really love to be around a bunch of people. Now, I love, I have never had a bad time going out with my friends. I've never had a bad time. Every time I go out, even if I'm going out begrudgingly, I have a good time. And I love it. I love it so much. Uh, But I don't have, there's nothing in me going, I really got to get out. I really can't wait to go. I, I don't have that. And I don't know why. I just don't. I don't have this. Oh, my God. Now, if anybody asks me to do anything and I say yes and I do it, I am going to have the best time and I'm going to be like, I got to do that more in that moment. But then there's nothing in me that's, oh, I got to go get, I, we gotta go, I got to go get more of that. I, that doesn't happen to me anymore. And I don't know why. I don't know why. I, again, every time I go, I have a great time. And I swear to you, every time I'm sitting at a table with a bunch of people, we got to do this more often. And we don't, and there's nothing sitting there going, oh, I really got to, no, it just, God, I know I'm repeating myself, but it just, it's kind of frustrating a little bit. So I think that I'm going to try to figure out a way to force myself to go out and just, and be mischievous like a kid. You know, not in the go to jail kind of way, just like, you know, just go and just goof off and have fun. I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I wish I had that. I wish I, I probably wouldn't like the amount of time it takes, you know, like, or, and the other thing too is I drink when I'm out and I don't love the next day. I, I don't like feeling like, I'm not real energetic because I still get up at five o'clock in the morning on Saturdays and Sundays too. And I'm just jacked up to, oh, what am I going to do today? And sometimes if I have a couple of cocktails, I don't feel that way. Maybe that's part of it, but it, it's, I love it when I'm doing it. And I don't, like, when I'm not doing it, I don't know why. I'm not like, ah, but it's so much fun. I, and I do, I, I do feel that way. I genuinely feel that way. But I don't feel like, oh, let's call some people and do something. I just, but I love it when we do. Absolutely love it. I don't know why there's not a driver there. When it's such a good experience, you know. I don't, I don't really get that. But um, um, this next week, I got a couple of things I'm, gonna, I'm working on. Uh, one of them is Ben and I are going to make some old fashions and we're going to compare them and drink them while it's doing the podcast. Till then, make it a good one. <laughs>